Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Unapologetic Man podcast. And I'm actually recording this when I'm at about episode 410. And I want to drop this into episode one to give you a little warning. Some of you guys have listened to some of my episodes, be it ones in the 100s, 200s, 300s, or even now in the 400s. You're like, yeah, let me start with this jackass's podcast on episode number one. And I'm warning you, brother, don't do it, man. Don't do it. It's bad. It's really bad. But I don't know. A lot of guys contact me and they say, hey, I love your information. And they start from episode one. But honestly, I really think you should start from episode 300 or 400. Then if you like those, you can go back into 300s, 200s, and then the 100s. And then if you're really hardcore, go back to these ones. So these ones obviously are a little weak because I wasn't skilled yet with speaking. I wasn't skilled yet with doing podcasts. The information was good because When I started this, I was already phenomenal with women, not to toot my own horn, but I was, and I give good information, but you know, you're going to see, man, the delivery is really bad. The audio is pretty damn bad. And I actually started this podcast with my good buddy, John Anthony. Yes, we are still friends, but he decided that the podcast wasn't something that he could make time for. He had a lot of travels in his schedule and he wanted to do different things. So we started this. Eventually he pulled out. I kept going. And now it's one of the biggest podcasts in the dating niche. And actually, it's in the 0.01% worldwide of all podcasts with the number of downloads it gets. So this is the beginning and it's called Just Do It, Man. I I think we talk about how you just got to fucking start. Just go for it, even though it's going to be horrible, which again, it is. So I'm warning you, it's not nearly as good as the sound we have here and the delivery we have here. But if you're hardcore and you want to get after it, go ahead and check it out. But again, man, if this is your first time listening and like you've listened to a couple episodes and you're like, oh, I'll start at number one and go through them all, I strongly suggest you instead start with like episode three or 400. And even if when you're listening to this, I'm in the 500s, just start like where I kind of am now because it gets better and better and better. And then if you like my delivery, if you like my information, you can come back to this one. So anyway, welcome It's been a long ride. It's been a very amazing ride. And, you know, I do agree with the point of this episode that sometimes you just got to start. But be warned, man, quality is not nearly as good. So I'm warning you, if you want to start here, go ahead. But again, I would pick more advanced episodes to start with and then come back to this if you're truly of the hardcore elite who wants to hear all my material. So with that out of the way, hope to hear from you soon. Enjoy the podcast. Practice wrong. Yeah, yeah. And, um... If we can just try to power through it, then that might also add to the uh, the whole message that we're saying here. That's just even if you fuck it up, just keep going. You know. Yeah, let's just let's just do it. Like, just, let's just fucking do it, man. All right, sounds good. <laughs> All right, get after it, brother. All right. Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self improvement, confidence, success, money, women, and being a fucking man without making any apologies for it. I'm your host, John Anthony. And I'm Mark Singh. And today is the official launch day of the Unapologetic Man podcast. And we decided to title this one, Just Fucking Do It. And uh, the reasoning behind that is basically everyone, including myself and Mark and probably all of you guys, um, have a bunch of excuses in life, in all areas, but primarily in business and uh, health and fitness and with uh, dating. Where you say, oh, you know, I don't know how to do this or I don't know how to do that. Uh, You know, you have uh, perfectionitis where you want to make things perfect. And um, there's so many reasons why people just don't do something that they know is good for them. Uh, And so that's why we just decided to title this podcast, Just Fucking Do It. Because it coincides nicely with that message as well as us wanting to start a podcast and never getting around to doing it and now just finally fucking doing it. (laughs) So we're probably going to fuck up a bunch of times and it's going to be choppy and awkward and unsmooth. But, uh, you know, we've wanted to start a podcast for a while. Um, So, yeah, we're just starting a podcast. Yeah, today I actually hit John up and I was like, hey, man, we we just need to do this thing. And he's like, well, you know, and I was like, man. We just, we just got to do it, bro. I mean, look at the title of this thing. Just fucking do it. And it's funny because uh, my internet 
obviously, before we started, was acting up. It was being super choppy. And I was like, look, like if it, if it, if it you know, chops up during the podcast, so be it. That just further establishes our point that you just got to get started. You got to just grab your balls and just try. Look, the first time, your first attempt is going to be crap. John and I know that we're going to get much better at this in the weeks and months and hopefully years ahead. But you got to start somewhere. So just put it out there. You know you're going to get better. And, and, and that's the first step. You know, the, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, as they, as they say. No, yeah. And I mean um... – Right now, I don't know if you guys are going to hear this on the final edited version, but I'm listening to, uh, I think, a song by Queen because my microphone is picking up, like, FM radio uh, waves in my area. Um, You know, but we're still fucking doing it because we just (laughs) wanted to start. And uh, so Mark and I kind of texted and talked a little bit for this, and um, we wanted to talk about three general areas that guys generally don't ever get started in, and those areas are uh, in business – in uh, health and fitness and in dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that we both have a ton of experiences in uh, those three areas. Um, so, I mean, I guess we'll just start with business. Um, I mean, Mark, you've been at business probably a lot longer than I have. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know if you guys know, but John and I are both seduction coaches. We help men meet and attract women. And I've been in this game for a very long time. And when you're a seduction coach on the internet, you inevitably become a marketer. And I've had a lot of experience with marketing and, you know, I, I meet a lot of people that have nine to five jobs and they might want to branch out and do something they're really passionate about where their business is concerned, but they don't know where to start. And that keeps them in an ever increasing cycle of, you know, procrastination and it just gets worse and worse and they never get started. And, you know, a lot of you guys out there have some amazing things to share, some amazing things to teach. I mean, you've had experiences I've never had and John have never had. And we want to hear about it. So what I suggest is to simply put something up and you can do it on YouTube. You can do a podcast like what John and I are doing. Just get something up. And and with YouTube, a lot of people say, yeah, you know, like I put a couple videos up on YouTube and they got like 11 views or 12 views and nobody's seeing them. And they're like, you know, YouTube has sandboxed me. But what I found from, you know, a lot of the people that I've worked with and a lot of the businesses that I have the opportunity to look into is it usually takes about six months to a year of doing one YouTube video per week, one to two YouTube videos per week. And then, you know, YouTube's going to be like, okay, this guy's putting out some good content and they start giving you some views and you really start showing up in the search results. And you want to give a lot of value. You don't want to go into it with a product and say, hey, buy my thing and just give little bits of value. Like, what I tell John too is just give, 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 give. And his his website, Masculine Development, I mean, the dude gives tons of value up front and, you know, coincidentally, he's quite successful with it because he actually gives tangible, you know, real advice that you can go and apply to the real world. So some of my tips are first of all, just fucking do it, as we keep saying. Secondly, um, you wanna give a lot up front. And thirdly, I would go to a place like YouTube or iTunes for a podcast or do a blog like what John did and just start getting getting content up there. Yes, it's not going to happen overnight, but it's amazing like once you get started, it's just the 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 momentum starts to pick up and you're going to want to do it day after day, especially if it's something you're passionate about, which obviously, you know, um it it probably will be if you're thinking about just fucking doing it. It's something that you you're really interested in and you want to get after it. No, yeah, and I think that that's um that's actually something that's really key that you touched upon right there. I hear Phil Collins in the air tonight in my <laughs> headphones, and that's a really great song. But um, it's getting momentum, you know, because when you start doing something. So so here's the thing: there's a when, before you've done something, there's a lot of unknowns, unknowns, right? So things that you don't even know that you don't know, mm-hmm. right? Before I started my blog. I didn't know what email marketing was. I didn't know, you know, uh, that what an email client like AWeber or MailChimp even was. I mean, there were so many things I didn't even know that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And the only way that you begin to move those unknown unknowns from that category into being known unknowns or eventually known knowns is that you just start because when you start, you encounter feedback from reality, and then you can kind of adjust your. Uh, you know, your mindset to focus on these things that you can now see you need to change. Um, and uh, I think that one concept that's really key 
uh, that is applicable to every single aspect that we're going to talk about today uh, from you know your financial situation to uh, dating advice to uh, health and fitness is a concept that Tony Robbins calls modeling. And uh, the idea behind modeling is basically you just find somebody who's good at something that you want to be good at and then you just fucking do what they're doing. You know, so that's how I started masculine developments. I mean, I was a longtime reader of, you know, different blogs and uh, different websites that I liked, you know, like Bold and Determined and Good Looking Loser and stuff like that. And um, I just decided one day, you know, OK, I'm going to do this, you know, so let's look at them. Right. How how do they do it? Right. So I just, you know, went into Google how to start a website. And then I found that, you know, you used WordPress and then, you know, you just go from there. Um, when I launched my first ebook, seven strategies to develop your masculinity, I had no fucking clue what I was doing, but you know, again, I went to blogs that were doing it. So I, I said, okay, you know, they have an ad here on the side of their uh, blog. So I'm going to do that. And then, you know, you click on it and they have a sales page. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. And then, uh, you know, I just, I just fucking did it. I mean, I remember, um, when I came out with it, you know, I was working uh, part-time, uh, as an Uber driver just to get some cash while I was being self-employed mm. and I was like in between my fucking my rides would call me to pick them up I would uh sit in my car and I had like a, a notebook and I would outline and and like kind of do the draft of the the ebook and uh now it's making us you know a, a sizable chunk of fucking money yeah. um and that's just because I started you know you just have to fucking start even if you don't know what you're doing start and then you'll get better you know over the years uh, I've, I've, you know, upgraded seven strategies and made it better and, and changed the sales pages and improved conversions and done all this different stuff, you know, and I'm selling a hundred times what I was originally, but it's all because I just got fucking started. How, how long, how long did, would you say that took you to, Year, uh, years, mm, months? Well, uh, I think I launched seven strategies in, uh, let me think. So I started masculine, masculine development in, uh, late 2015 i believe or maybe it was late 2014 okay. i think it was late 2015 and um i probably launched seven strategies uh, around this time in 2016 so it's been about two years and um what i found is that uh kind of like you said it took like six months to a year to kind of really start getting things going right uh but what you'll find is that a lot of the time it's not linear progress it's things happen in like quantum leaps right so the first wow. quantum leap for me was uh, when obviously when I discovered that I could sell an ebook for you know very little overhead. I mean I had to pay I think five dollars a month to use uh, eJunkie is what I used at first. Uh, so that was the first major quantum. It's a good feeling, isn't it? To sell it to is. make that first sale is like, dude, I oh, just made yeah. five bucks on the internet. Oh yeah, dude. I remember I uh, like the <laughs> the first day that I launched it, I made like a hundred dollars, and I was like, holy shit! Like I was sitting in my car, I was like, this is it! Like yeah. I've made it! Like I'm gonna be a millionaire! Yeah. <laughs> and and now I'm looking back, and I was like, wow, I knew nothing. Um, dude, when I when I first started making sales, I had a I had a shing like text message thing yeah. on my phone. Like every time a PayPal thing would come in, it'd be like shing, and I would like turn to my girlfriend and be like, you hear that? On our way to riches, baby. <laughs> yeah. And it, it certainly does feel like it. And um, what I, I'm sure that you found the same is you make quantum leaps, right? So like the first quantum leap for me was uh, getting involved in click funnels. And uh, that just like shot my sales up through the roof because it allowed me to track things. And then uh, beyond that, it was like really focusing on the copywriting and, and the emails and stuff like that. Um, so but you know, it all all happened because I just fucking got started. You know, you just have to get started. If you don't know something about trading cryptocurrencies or about, you know, uh, investing or about selling products online or drop shipping, you can research it. We have, uh, you know, we have Google. I mean, oh, yeah. all the information you need is at your fingertips. Just be a little resourceful and just fucking do it. Yeah. And as they say, like George Patton said, a good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan next week. So um, mm. a lot of the times I like to listen to like military history. It's really interesting to me. And, and they hardly have a plan when they get out the door because like, like what you said, it, it's gonna change. There's gonna be things that come at you that you don't expect. And until you actually step out the door and actually just fucking do it, like we're doing right now, you don't know, you know, what the future will bring. It could be that, hey guys, you're not allowed to use the F word in your podcast and then this thing gets flagged. We wouldn't yeah. have known that. We wouldn't have known that unless we just did what we wanted to do. do. And throw it up. See what happens. We might get no views. I, you know, who gives a shit? This is fun to talk about. I mean, me and you talk on the phone all the time, and we're like, man, let's let's do this podcast. Let's see what this is all about. So, um, yeah, man, you just if if you have something you're passionate about, 
And especially if you're working like a nine to five job and you're just not happy and you know, you come home tired, well, just tell yourself, look, I'm going to put in 30 minutes a day. That's it. Or an hour a day. That's it. And I'm just going to sit down and you know what? I don't even have a, I don't even have like a business outline yet. So the first thing I'm going to do is just try to make a basic business outline and just write. And even if I have no idea what that looks like, just write. Just let your mind just like do like a brain dump, as they say, and just write it down on a text pad. Then you come back the next day and you do it again and you hone it in. And then you're like, hmm, maybe I'll research this. And then that 30 minutes turns into an hour and you're doing this. You'd be surprised at how much just half an hour a day, every day put into something will yield results. Within a month, you already have, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, nine hours. I don't know. I can't, I can't do the math. Look at this. This is horrible. We'll probably cut this part out, but fuck it. We're just going to leave it in. So anyway, (laughs) um, you know, you'll have 15 hours. That's what it is. If you do 30 minutes a day for, for a month. So just imagine how much you could get done with that amount of time, just little by little, by little, by little. Don't worry about the big picture. You don't need to know where you're going to be a year from now. Just get started, man, because listen, I know you have something you're passionate about. I know you could teach me something that I want to learn. So please put it out there because John and I want to hear it. No, yeah. And um, I think you touched upon something that's really key too, which is basically uh, like just doing a little bit, you know, to get momentum because uh, it's Mm. actually like when I write a blog post, it's not the hour and a half that it takes to write it that's the hardest. It's the first 10 seconds that I, Mm. you know, where I open up my my website editor and and log in to to write it right it's it's literally just the first 10 seconds of getting started that's the yep. hardest yep um i was i was talking to a friend this last weekend who has a job that he doesn't like and um i was trying to convince him you know hey like you can do this different stuff you know and uh his excuse like everyone else was i don't know where to start you know and uh. it's just like you don't fucking need to like you just said like just focus on what's directly in front of you and then something else will come up and then something else will come up and then something else will come up you know if if uh you had to know exactly where you were going to end up and how you were going to get there uh to be successful then nobody would fucking be successful yeah you know all it is really too is just the discipline to sit down that's it all you have to do is get to your computer that's it that's yeah. the mission once you sit down write some words down, whatever comes in. And it's amazing. Like the momentum will build up, but it's like a lot of people, you know, especially guys who are listening to this or or girls who are listening to this, who have that nine to five job and they're just smoked at the end of the day. And maybe they want to start like this, this gigantic idea and it's huge and they know it can make millions, but it's like such a big idea. They have so little time. They have so little energy. There's just no way they think in their mind, there's just no way I could execute this you know, and, and get, be able to get it done. So I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to like put on Netflix and relax. But, um, you know, if you just do the 30 minutes a day, like I said, it's, it's amazing how quickly that'll ramp up. And also it's amazing how much motivation you'll find in the recesses of your being where it wasn't there before, but it's like, once you start writing, it's like, damn, dude, I get, I'm really enjoying this. And again, if it's something you're passionate about, like, I'm super passionate about attracting women, about self-development, about making money. So I would do this podcast for free. I mean, I was so pumped to do this today. It's like I got all my other work done and I was like, come on, let's get this on. So, you know, make sure it's something you're passionate about and that you can, you know, carry through for months at a time. Because if you don't love what you do, as you know, the cliche goes, you know, you're not going to be happy. No, yeah. I mean, it's really true, you know, um... If I didn't enjoy what I was doing, I never would have gotten this far because, um, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, as much as you write, you write so much. Yeah. yeah, I write. I mean, sometimes I write every day for like months at a time, especially when I was first (laughs) starting this blog. And, uh, I think it was Steve jobs that said, you know, you really have to do, be passionate about what you do because any sane person would quit. Yeah. Right. Because there's going to come a time where you're not making the money that you want. You're not getting the results that you want. And you have to ask yourself, like, do I want to keep doing this? And if you're not passionate about it, then a lot of the time the answer is going to be no. Yeah. I mean, I would do it like especially when it comes to attracting women. I do a workshop on Thursday nights where I take guys out to the bars and help them, you know, approach women. I would do that for free. I would pay to do that. That's how much I love talking about that stuff. So (laughs) with that in hand, you want to, you want to pivot this into, uh, meeting girls? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, I was thinking about something you said, 
before where it was, you know, just like uh, just do a little bit every day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just that first part about sitting down and just like deciding to do it that's the hardest. Um, and that kind of reminds me of something that I think is important in game, you know. Um, when I was first starting out in this, you know, I, uh, I just like had so much resistance to going out to, to my city. I live near DC and, you know, I was like, uh, you know, I'd have to get dressed and, and take a shower and do all this different stuff and then yeah. drive 20 minutes out there and then, uh, you know, park and then find, you know, da da da. But when you just focus on what's directly in front of you, it's a lot easier. You know, don't, don't think about, oh, you know, I have to go and, and game, right? Just think, okay. I have to put my feet on the grounds. I have to go to the shower. I have to take a shower. I have to put my cologne on. I have to use my thermone soap. I have to walk out and, and get <laughs> dressed. I just like just step by step by step by step. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's the same with everything. It's the same with going to the gym. It's the same with business. You know, uh, when I'm going to the gym, I go to the gym right after I wake up. I usually wake up in the afternoon sometime. <laughs> yeah, you do. And, uh, yeah, like pretty late. And, um, you know, I'm never thinking like, oh, yeah, you know, today I'm going to I'm gonna go and, and do biceps, you know, chest and arms or whatever. And, uh, I'm going to be there for, for two and a half hours. You know, I think, no, I just, I just literally focus on, okay, you know, get up, throw on a tank top, you know, get in the car, just Mm -hmm. drive. Like I, I just, it's step by step by step by step, you know, just don't focus too far ahead. Just like, and focus on what you need to do right now and then just get it done. Dude, uh, I got the most important question of this entire podcast for you. Mm -hmm. Do you really use pheromone soap? I do, yeah. Okay, so I actually I just started doing it. Um, that, so just, there's no I, way. Does that work? Okay, so I was I was pretty surprised. So um, because I wrote an article a long time ago and I did research for this, and uh, my conclusion at the time was that pheromone soap is bullshit. Like it, it's just yeah. stupid. It doesn't yeah. work. You know, I just use my uh, uh, what is it, Victoria's Secret for him or like Eros Cologne, <laughs> which works really well. Yeah. Uh, but after hearing about this company called uh, Tactical Soap. I looked into them. I heard about them from uh, Entrepreneurs in Car. I think Entrepreneurs in Cars. I think his name is uh, like Richard Cooper or something like that. And uh, you know, went to the website, and uh, it turns out that these guys actually partnered with like a uh, some sort of like doctor or a biologist or something, and they make bioidentical pheromones. Which uh, for anyone that doesn't know, your body basically emits these different hormones and chemicals in your sweat, mm. and uh, they basically signal to women who can smell them very well. If you're an alpha male who she should fuck or a beta male who she shouldn't fuck. Really? And uh, so this tactical soap stuff has uh, like androstene, like one, three, whatever, like all these different pheromones in it uh, that basically attract women on a subconscious level. So, yeah, I have been using it and uh, I've gotten some pretty good compliments from it. So we'll put a link down below in the description. That's but, uh, yeah, crazy. Dude. I, I highly recommend it. I, I've looked into that a little bit too, and I was like, "Come on, this is bullshit." And I'm sure that's <laughs> I'm sure that's what everybody like a lot of guys think that. So it's probably a pretty yeah. hard item to sell. I would I would be hard pressed to write a sales page for that, man. That would be hard to sell. But um, dude, if you've had if you've had results with it, I'm will, I'm willing to try it. Screw it. No, oh, yeah. I mean, when I saw Why it, you not? know, I was just I was thinking like, yeah. I mean, it's like. It's like five bucks for a bar of soap. Like, you know, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Like, yeah. it doesn't work. Okay, like five dollars, you know. Does it, um, does it leave your yeah. skin silky smooth though? It does. It's uh, <laughs> charcoal based and it uh, makes me feel great and uh, got tons of compliments. So, and, yeah. And listen, that was that was totally not a plug. We're not trying to. We're not no, that was like, we didn't plan that at all. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> I'm going to try it, man. I mean, hey, listen, every advantage you could get. Like I just got a tattoo. I was telling John about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen percent increase in in girls checking me out, bro. Fifteen percent at least. Nice. It's like um that bad boy edge, and like yeah. it's funny because like guys are a little, little bit like more scared of me now. I yeah, mean, I like, noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I got mine on my forearm, and it's like this like war scene kind of thing. So like today I was working out, and I went to the bench, and I was like, "Hey, bro, you, you done with that?" He's like, "Oh yeah, man." Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Like a little, a little bit like more scared than usual. Yeah. I was like, dude, this tattoo is kind of like it's getting me some bench press time. I'm liking this. So um, back to back to the girls. So what I usually suggest if we're sitting here telling you just fucking do it right. So you're like, OK, mm-hmm. I see a girl. I want to approach her. And for most guys that I teach, the approach is the most terrifying thing. They're absolutely terrified of being rejected. Why are we terrified of being rejected? Because human being, human, the human race is 200,000 years old. And we have been in modern society for what? A couple hundred years. So back in the day, we were in tribes and we had a clan. And if you approached a woman and she was like the woman of the alpha male 
or she was the woman who was high status and she rejected you, like that could very well mean your life. Like you could oh, yeah. very well get like thrown out of the tribe, you know, hit over the ro- head with a rock. Like you could literally be killed. So guys are like, would always ask me like, why do I have this approach anxiety? Like literally, bro, like I don't give a fuck what people think about me. I'm not afraid of this chick. It's just a girl. Why do I feel this? And it's it's literally like woven into your DNA. So what I always tell guys is, you know, don't feel bad, first of all, that you have approach anxiety. It's totally normal and it just means you're healthy and it means that your ancestors were smart enough to survive to make you. So kind of yeah. like you can kind of be proud of it a little bit. But secondly, when you – when you prove to yourself something enough times, when you approach a girl, get rejected, approach a girl, get rejected, and you like get home at night and you're like, oh, I'm still alive. I'm still here. It, you, you start to rewire your brain that like, okay, I can get rejected and it means absolutely nothing. Now, that probably doesn't do much for you as you're sitting here listening to this. You want like an approach formula, which, which you know I will offer you at the end of this podcast. But for now – What I always tell my students is to do, just like what we're talking about, incremental steps to getting better. So what I always tell tell my students is just start talking to girls who are hired to help you. Start talking to the checkout lady at the supermarket. Start talking to the chick at you know Macy's when you're going to buy some pants and just try to engage her in conversation. You don't have to make it clear that you're like trying to flirt with her. But by using certain methods, like there's there's a certain way to talk to girls, you know, way too in depth to get into now. But there's a certain way to talk to girls that that generates attraction, and it's certainly not the oh where do you live, what do you do, you know, what kind what kind of food do you like. It's more of a playful teasing kind of like kids in the schoolyard, right? But what I always suggest to guys is just like start small and build up. So just be like, just say hi to chicks, like hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Cool. Have a good day. You know, at the supermarket. Like I'll I'll be grabbing lemons and like I'll just be like you think those you think those lemons are good last time I got a bad one like whatever like whatever the situation dictates say one thing and then abort like you don't have to freaking stick it in there dude until you get the phone number naturally that's where you want to get to but just like we're talking about just fucking do it if you think I have to approach that girl open her up engage her in conversation get the phone number. And then and then dig out making her laugh. That's like a big thing. That's like a big sizable chunk. And you're just gonna convince yourself not to. And then you know what happens? You see a hot chick. You talk yourself out of it. And then the rest of the day, you're like, God, that chick was hot, right? Like you're just thinking about her the whole time. So what I suggest is just talk to everybody all the time, like guys grandmas, children, whoever, just become like a social dude and just say hi to people. You're not going to get rejected if you just say hi to a girl. And then what you do is you push that a little bit further. After you've been doing that for a week, you push it a little further, push it a little further. Now, like I said, at the end of the podcast, I'll give you the opportunity to learn what I call the approach formula um, for how to engage women in an attraction building conversation. But for now, for you guys just listening to this, how am I going to start talking to girls? Dude, start small. Start small. Just hello and then abort. That's all you got to do. Yeah. And um, I think you touched upon something that I like too, which is kind of, you know, just basically uh, the whole thing with the being afraid that the alpha male of the tribe is going to kill you, right? (laughs) Because, you know, I mean, 20,000 years ago, if you talk to a girl that you didn't know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Chad could fucking bash you over the head with a rock. Fucking Chad. Fucking Chad, dude. Chad's been at it for 20,000 years. Um, (laughs) And uh, so that's why Mystery, you know, the OG of the pickup community oh, yeah. uh, started the uh, – I think the five-second rule. I think oh, it's yeah. five seconds where, yeah. uh, you know, you just – you see a girl and within five seconds, you just go up and talk to her. Isn't because if you wait seconds? any longer – it might even be three because if, if you wait any longer, I just – I'd make it like a, the, a half a second rule because like if you wait any longer, yeah. then you're going to start coming up with excuses, right? Um, so one thing that, uh, you know – Another PUA who isn't really a PUA anymore after all the drama that he went through with the the media, Julian Blanc. Oh yeah. He used to say, yeah, he used to say, uh, you know, calibrate after the fact, right? So guys mm. are worried. Oh, what if she has a boyfriend? What if she has a, you know, this or that? Or what if she, you know, that now isn't a good time? No, no, no. Just go and talk to her, and then calibrate to the interaction after you've opened her, because that's the hardest part. Yeah. And and you said something just real quick. You say uh, if she has a boyfriend. So a lot of the times to gauge whether or not a girl has a boyfriend, a guy will say, do you have a boyfriend? Horrible. Never do that. What I'll always say is I'll be like, so why don't you have a boyfriend? 
And she'll yeah. be like, because, you know, I'm really picky and blah, yeah, they don't be like, no, mm. it's because you're qualifying too. Right. And then, and you'll be like, no, it's cause you're a bad kisser, huh? And she'll be like, no, I'm a good kisser. And you'd be like, no, you, I heard about you. You do the spinning helicopter tongue maneuver. That's why you don't have a boyfriend. So like, like I said, there's ways to, to build attraction playfully. And that's kind of a good example is how you can take, uh, trying to get information, whether or not she has a boyfriend, just assume it. Why don't you have a boyfriend? And then turn it into an attraction building thing where you're talking about kissing. And a lot of times she'll be like, well, kiss me right now and I'll show you. Boom. Like you can yeah. start – you can Instant kiss her right from that. So good little technique you can, you can, you can take away from this. Yeah, I like that. And um, like another thing that will happen too is you know, guys will see that a girl is with another guy and uh, they'll think, you know, oh, it's her boyfriend. It must be your boyfriend. But to be fair, sometimes it is her boyfriend. But 90% of the time, it's just yeah. some guy who's trying to get in her pants. Oh, and yeah. again, like 90% of the time, it's a guy who she just met that night. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, when you go up, don't take his word for it, right? Because, you know, you're going to ask him, is this your girlfriend? And he's going to say, yeah, because he wants you to fuck <laughs> off so that he can fuck her, yeah. right? Instead, ask her. And then she says, oh, no, I just met him. And then that deflates the guy, and then you get an instant in right there. Dude, you know, you know how you, so, blow, you blow a guy? I hate to be a dick, but it's like sometimes you got to blow these dudes out. Sometimes you, you got to be the AMOG. Yeah. You have to, dude. You just be like, so how long have you guys been together? And the girl will, like, interrupt you. She'll be like, we're not together. And yeah, dude, and then like, I'll just like yeah, like dude, totally deflated. And then it's weird because you'll start <laughs> talking to her. He'll just disappear. He'll just disappear. Yeah. And it's like sometimes I'm like kind of looking over my shoulder like, is dude going to come like gaff me with a knife? Because like I just totally <laughs> yanked this guy's chick. So um, that's a really good way to do it. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. Like 90% of the time, it's a friend. It's an orbiter as we say. It's like her best friend that's doing her favors yeah. and thinking that like – by like by like doing all these favors for her, he's gonna get in with her. But ninety mm. percent of the time, you could tell too by her body language, like she's yeah, not yeah. into it. Um, you could just blow these guys out, and and it's actually good for you because no other guy is approaching her. Yeah, totally. So. And uh, you know, the best thing that happens too is that you do get blown out because uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's the same with you. Like when I get blown out, I learn more than mm-hmm. when I when I get a lay. Yep. Right. Like, like the same, I've been blown out so many fucking times and yeah. this like the same things that guys used to amog me, yeah. I learned from it and now I use on other guys. Yeah. So it's like every time every time that you take action, you have an opportunity to either learn or succeed. Right. And um I think that there's an important thing too that we were kind of touching on, which is uh when you take action you get basically this feedback and then that causes you to take more action and you get like more and more wins. Yeah. Uh, and there's something called the winner effect, which is basically the more that you win, the more likely you are to keep winning. Mm. Right. So that's, you know, it's just, again, it's like the Pareto distribution. It's why the top 10% of guys get 90% of the girls. You know, mm-hmm. it's why the top 10% of guys make 90% of the money. Yep. And uh, sometimes it's even more extreme than that. You know, sometimes it's the top 1% of guys that get 99% of the resources. Yep. And uh, it just comes down to they take action, which propels them onto taking more action, which propels them into getting more success. And it just kind of spirals on itself, you know? Yeah, a little technique I wanted to teach you guys too is um, if a girl rejects you, if she's like, get out of here, right? Which happens a lot. I mean, that's usually... Wouldn't you say that's usually their response when they reject you? Like, not interested, get um, out of here. Yeah, or they just ignore you a lot of time. Like, they'll just be like the kind of hot girl blasé thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah. A lot of the times uh, I'll get like me and my students will get get out of here or not interested. Or yeah, something. go away type thing. Yeah, yeah. so what I'll, what I'll do and what I suggest this is so funny is you um, you'd be like, what? Like, you didn't hear what she said, right? And then she'll be like, get out. And like before she finishes, just put your palm in her face and walk away. And it's like <laughs> it's like you rejected her, right? So you're like, hey, uh, like I noticed little X Y Z. Get out of here, loser. I'm sorry. What's that? Get out. Boom, dude. You walk away. And it's like a lot of the guys are afraid of what other people in the club are thinking of them. So that's kind of a good thing to have in your back pocket to turn the rejection around on a girl and make it look like you rejected her. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing though is that everyone in the club is thinking the same thing. And nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Nobody like everyone's, you. Nobody every, yeah, everyone, everyone's fucking focused on themselves, you know? Oh yeah. So, so uncomfortable, man. You ever watch people in the club? Like just so oh, yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, crossed arms, standing along the bar. What's it? Real social dynamic calls it a cho- chode crystal. Where there's a like, chode crystal. Yeah. yeah. So there'll like be like a bunch of dudes just like gathered up on the bar. 
like oh yeah yeah like in a circle like kind of jerk circle jerking like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, type thing yeah and then it's funny because like all the girls will be around like us right i mean not bragging but like we get girls so it's like alpha yeah all the girls come to us and then so there's us and then like girls around us and then on the outer layers is this crust of chode crystals (laughs) all these guys like trying to get in with the girls that are like interested in us it's really funny dude it's like this weird planet that that (laughs) gets created in the bar yeah and of yeah. course they have internal excuses right where they're like oh that girl's too slutty for me this mm-hmm. like they come up you know people come up with all kinds of excuses to not take yeah. action but at the end of the day you just gotta fucking do it and all your excuses are lies and exactly you just gotta fucking do it you just gotta yeah. talk to them and you know what don't be don't be outcome dependent it's like who gives a shit you're you're in a bar in a nightclub um you can even do what i teach some of my students to do which is kind of like i'm gonna be a different character tonight i'm gonna actually give myself a different name like my name's Mark and then – but tonight like I'm I'm Shane. You know what I'm saying? And mm. like I, I don't teach guys how to pick up chicks. I'm actually like a race car driver. And then you, you almost like take like a different persona so that the person who gets rejected isn't necessarily you. It's this persona and like you, you can play a role initially and just have fun with it. Remember, it's like you're there to entertain yourself. You're there to have fun. And it's like you're seeing what she can bring to the conversation. Like you're the prize. Like you're the fucking alpha. She's you're not trying to earn her favor. You're seeing what she can bring and you're like kind of pushing her and teasing her and like pushing her away. Like, oh, like you're not good for me. I realize the more I do that, the more like I just disqualify a chick and I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm actually I would never date a girl like you because you're in school to become an ice cream man. And um I'm I'm just not into that. It just doesn't do it for me. And she's just like what the fuck is this guy saying to me? Like I've never been talked to like this before. Just yeah. Disqualification, just like push, 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 you know, and it works really well. So uh, when approaching women, remember you're going up to her to see what she can bring. Like is she good enough for you? And like if she's not, then fuck her, dude. And if she rejects you, she doesn't know what she's missing. Yeah, totally. I mean it's uh, it's really all about the underlying mindsets, you know. Yeah. Uh, having a mindset of, you know, you believe that you're the prize. You, uh, you know, what does she have to offer you? Yep. Um, and it's not in a dickish way, but it's just you know what you want, and you know if she's not gonna be the girl that you want her to be, and you know, be uh, in that dynamic with you, then it's just not worth it. And uh, you know, the more that you do it too, the more that you internalize those mindsets. So that kind of even feeds into the upward spiral even more. Right. Um, but you know, again, you just got to fucking start. If you don't start, then you're never going to get that process going. You know, uh, you're never going to go out and get success in all areas of life. You just have to fucking start and be unapologetic. <clears throat> That's a big reason we absolutely named, named it that like, I'm not going to apologize for being attracted to you. I'm not going to feel bad about being a fucking man and going after the girl that I want. Like as men, we talked about this, like 200,000 year old human race thing. We are hunters. We are – it's yeah. masculine to go out and get what you want. Like a lot of guys want chicks to approach them. Do you really want that? Do you want her to take the masculine role and like come and get you? Fuck that, dude. Like go yeah. choose the girl. Like choose her, be chosen. You know what I'm saying? Go get yeah. her. Go get her. And you're testing if she's good enough for you. You are qualifying her to your standards. So like when you have that mentality, like you're the champion. Dude, she's privileged to be talking to you. She's stoked. To be talking to a champion like you, your results are gonna your your results are gonna skyrocket. But again, just gotta fucking do it. Get out there, um, like we keep talking about, like incremental improvement. Just start saying hi to girls, start getting social, and um, when you're ready, don't take it seriously. Like just don't. It, it means nothing. You know, it's just a game. It really is. It's the game. You it's, know, uh, it's an awesome game actually. Just just it is. It's a fun game. Just go out. Uh, be fucking self-amused you know self-amused the the best advice that i could give someone who's trying to get laid is literally just go out with your friends and have a good time you know when you uh when you're self-amused and you just focus on having fun you're the center of your reality and people are naturally drawn to you they gravitate towards you you know people in a nightclub they just want to have fun and they go wherever the emotions are and if you're the center of the room if you ground the room uh then they're gonna go towards you you know if you're at the cause and not at the effect Right. So uh, that's a pretty key principle right there in, in game and business and life and everything is you cause things to happen. You, you proactively cause things to happen rather than being at the effect of things that other people do.
right? right? So if that's you, you know, just emotionally feeling what you want to feel, being with who you want to be with, just doing what you want to do, expressing what you want to express, being an unapologetic man, Mm -hmm. then, you know, girls are going to feel that and naturally gravitate towards you. Fucking awesome, dude. I love that. It's like there's two there's two types of people in the club, the observed and the observing. You yeah. want to be the observed, just like what yeah. John said, you know? You, you're there you're there to have fun. So self-entertain and be unapologetic about it. Man, I love it. I think I think this is going pretty well so far, personally. I do too. A lot better than I thought it would. To yeah, be me too, man. I thought we were going to be stumbling and uh, just yeah. like just fucking it up. But you know, we we have a good vibe together, so I'm super excited about this, man. Super pumped. So definitely. What was that I, third I am thing? Too, yeah. Which third thing? What was the third thing we were going to talk about? Uh, oh, oh, oh uh, health and fitness. We didn't touch upon that. Oh, all right. You want to you want to get started? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean. I have a, you know, my fitness product, Body Van Alpha, which covers mm. everything from, uh, you know, the workout routine that I do to the supplements that I use, uh, to, you know, the the health and fitness things and diet fads and and counting your macros and everything you need to know. Um, and the point is that I didn't know all of that when I started, right? Like that's the the product of ten years of working out and just being involved in the fitness community, and you know, doing the workouts and trying the supplements and everything, but I didn't know any of that when I fucking started, right? So when I first started going to the gym, uh, you know, I, I think I was, I was like probably 12 or 13 and I just wanted to, you know, I knew, okay, well, I don't know how to get girls, you know? So I just, I figured, you know, okay, well, girls like guys that look good. So I'm going to start going to the gym, uh, you know, and I just started going to the gym and as I went to the gym, I just, uh, you know, got better at it and learned what I needed to learn and, you know, started looking up YouTube videos and that got the momentum going. And, uh, you know, because I just fucking started now, you know, 10 years later, uh, I have a six pack and I'm, I'm fucking jacked. And, uh, you know, like it's just because I don't make the excuses like I was talking about earlier when I, uh, you know, when I'm going to go to the gym, I don't even think more than 10 seconds ahead. I just get out of bed. You know, I do my morning routine. And, uh, you know, I just put some shoes on, get a tank top on, drive to the gym. I have my pre-workout there. Uh, you know, it's just you have to get started, man. You have to just fucking get started. Just start it. Even, you know, right now if you're listening and you, uh, you know, you want to lose weight or build muscle, uh, you know, take some sort of action step right now uh, to get started. And that's actually something that's really key, I think, that I should have mentioned earlier for this whole podcast is uh, Tony Robbins has a concept that I felt like really, really revolutionized the way that I think about self-improvement. And he says that you should never leave the spot of making a decision without taking some form of action. So Hmm. I'm going to say that again because I think it's really fucking important. Never leave the spots of making a decision without taking some form of action. Because if you don't take some form of action, it's still just a fucking idea. But when you take action, you solidify it, right? So right now, if you're thinking, okay, yeah, you know, I'm going to start going to the gym. Okay, then then write down the day you're going to go to the gym. Schedule it in your fucking planner. Buy a fucking uh, gallon of, you know, five pounds of whey protein on Amazon. Uh, you know, bookmark the fitness section on my blog. Just do something, right, so that you solidify that intent. Uh, because if you don't, then it's just a thought. It's just an idea. Hmm. I, I have a little story that pertains to this. Mm-hmm. So – when I first met you, um, you yeah. told me about your book, and yeah. it was it was actually uh, last summer, and I'm I was skinny fat, so I was kind of like 25 pounds overweight. But when I had the shirt on, you can't you couldn't really tell. It was like this big spare tire. So last summer, I was at Lake McConaughey in Nebraska, and there were some pictures taken of me oh, where yeah. where this big ass fucking spare tire was hanging over my swimsuit because I was sitting down and <laughs> and then and then my girlfriend's um cousin shared it all over social media and like so all these people saw it and I was like oh my hell I need to I need to get my my act together here so coincidentally you know John and I were working together and I was like hey you know I'm going to go ahead and give this body of an alpha a try and i swear to god i'm not like trying to plug your product i'm <laughs> really not this is just a true story <laughs> i'm actually one of the testimonials on there you guys can yeah. check it out um so you know i did the program and and in addition to it being an awesome program i lost um i think it was 25 pounds of fat i gained tons of muscle i, I say i gained 10 pounds of muscle but now that i look back i don't think it was quite that much because it was like three four months but anyway um, let's just say I looked way better. And then, and then I went to Hawaii. 
I took the redeeming photograph because that was like it, right? Like I wanted to redeem myself and, you know, like like make this thing right because I look like shit and I've always been in shape my whole life. So um, I got pretty, pretty, pretty ripped, dude. And I, I dare say I don't have a six pack, John, but I have like four and two halves. So I have a five pack. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like those bottom, those bottom two uh, just won't come in. By the way, I'm a little bit older too. I'm 41 and uh, John's in his 20s. 23. 23. Yep. So I, I kind of feel like that's also a good dynamic for this podcast because we get two generations of viewpoints. Mm -hmm. And anyway, mm -hmm. going back to the book. Um, so I got that book and one of the most important things is diet, right? So, yeah. so if, if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, I'm kind of, I want to get in shape. This is firing me up. I want to, you know, just fucking do it as we keep saying. One of the major things I can tell you is to try to cut down on sugar. Um, for me, sugar was like the biggest thing that made the biggest difference. Like I stopped, I was eating those, uh, you know, those like protein bars, the cliff bars and the builders bars. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They have a fuck ton of sugar. They got, dude, those are candy bars, man. They are. Yeah. Marketed They're, as protein bars. <laughs> oh, marketed as protein bars. Like you look on the back and it's like 32 grams of sugar, you know, in a single bar. Yeah. I mean, dude, I was eating, you know, three or four of those because they're super convenient. You just pop it in your bag and it's like, it, it, it's like marketed under being healthy, but I'm telling you, it is not healthy at all. It's like really bad for you. So I, I quit eating those. Um, in my personal case, I got on a really kind of like paleo type diet where it was like a ton of vegetables, tons of meats, uh, nuts and stuff like that. I know in Body of the Alpha, you suggest, you know, certain carbohydrates, which in vegetables, there are carbohydrates, but you suggest like, um, you know, potatoes and stuff, right? And correct me if I'm wrong. I, I kind of did something else just because um, of the way my system is is and you have to listen to your body. So yeah. I really dialed in my diet, but, but essentially – when you quit eating the processed foods, when you quit eating the sugar, and dude, sugar is in everything. It's like in pasta sauce. It's in yogurt. It's yeah, in, you'd be surprised. It's, it's in it's, it's in fucking everything. Everything. And like what I heard somebody say, it may have even been you, but I heard if you stay on the outer edges of the supermarket, you're pretty safe. Yeah, yeah. But the second you start going down aisles, that's where all the sugar is. That's yeah. That was like. in my article on uh, on paleo. It's shop the perimeter. Yeah, shop the perimeter. So that's what I do, man. I get I get tons of vegetables, and what I do is I meal prep. So yeah. I cook on um, on Fridays. I'll cook for like four hours, and I'll prep all my meals for the entire week. And I have like five meals a day in Tupperwares, and like um, like ground turkey, ground beef, uh, chicken, cod, and um, like sometimes some salmon and stuff like that, and like some salads. And then I do steamed vegetables like broccoli. Uh, green beans and like snap peas and then bam I just slap them in the microwave it saves me tons of time throughout the week and I mean like you I don't have a six pack but I do have that five pack as I was saying mm -hmm. and um, dude also I'm just gonna be honest the response from girls like the tattoo got me a 15% increase dude getting ripped it's like 70% increase in like attention from girls they will oh, come, totally dude they will come up and t like touch you unsolicited yeah. like yeah like like they're fucking perverts dude when they're like, drunk it comes out though like i hate to say this word and like i don't want to get into it right now but like female privilege right like they can fucking oh, totally. rope you like girls yeah. will grab my ass and i'll be like dude if i grabbed a girl's ass <laughs> immediate like crucifixion dude like, oh yeah i would be murdered 10 guys would jump on you thrown <laughs> yeah. out of the club yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's uh it's fucking crazy dude like when i started getting in shape that was one of the biggest eye openers for me in terms of just like realizing uh, what female hypergamy is, you know, because like, I mean, if you can just be 10% better than the average guy in terms yeah. of looks, yeah. like you've got, you've got it pretty set. Yeah. But if you're like shredded, like, I mean, dude, it's, it's crazy. Like when I, uh, when I go to the fucking, I was just at the beach uh, a couple, couple days ago last weekend and, uh, you know, it's like heads turning, like. You know, because because who the fuck takes the time to do this? Like everyone nowadays is fucking fat, you know, yeah. everyone's overweight. So yeah. if you can literally just, you know, get a good routine, a good diet and just dial in on that stuff and, uh, you know, get in really good shape. You like it's so fucking easy, dude. Like girls will like you said, they'll fucking open you. You know? Yeah, and they'll, they'll dude. They have no boundaries, bro. Oh, like not at all, man. They'll reach up your shirt and they'll it's pretty like sometimes I'll have to scold them. I'll be like, dude, like, act, yeah. Anyway, um, 
you know, party party likes the attention, but then again, yeah, it's the like, party is like kind of pissed off because if you did it, they they like fucking oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah, like, oh my god, like, can you imagine yeah. if you did that to a girl? Such a double standard, dude. such a double standard. <laughs> So, yeah. So, uh, but what your book talked about, which is what I really liked, is like the the golden ratio, right? So it's like yeah. your shoulders are um, a ratio to your hips. I forget exactly how it goes. It's like one point two three. And actually, I had uh, my girlfriend measure me, and I'm yeah. pretty close to that now. Yeah, one point six one eight of the yeah. uh, the shoulder to hip ratio, shoulder to waist ratio. So you don't need to get like big. A lot of guys think, oh, yeah. dude, I got to get super big. It's it's about getting that balance. And all of us totally. have that golden ratio within us. So what I did is I hit shoulders really hard. Um, obviously, like I said, I quit eating sugar. I threw in some cardio. I basically did the body of an alpha routine. And now I have that where it's a very much a V cut from yeah. my shoulders down to my waist. And dude, like it, it's crazy how much women react to that. So like oh, yeah. if you're trying to get in shape, um, again, just start by by dialing your diet, incremental steps. Like maybe you won't eat that cookie today. Maybe you'll replace it with an apple and then slowly you get there. Some people are of the philosophy of just dive in. I'm more of the philosophy of like an old man into a warm bath where you just do it slowly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so – but um, like John keeps saying, like once you get there, once you get that body – Dude, it's worth it. It's hard, you know, the first couple months, especially as your your diet and your microbiome and your stomach is like is like screaming for sugar. You just gotta fight yeah. it. But yeah. once you switch over, oh dude, it's so it's addicting. Worth it. It, it oh, is. Yeah. It's like momentum pushing. It's like a wind pushing you from behind. And like every day I go to the gym, it's like I'm excited to get in the gym. Whereas before I I wasn't, you know, until I no got totally. And uh, that's that's one thing too that for everyone listening who's trying to get in good shape, uh, you know, one immediate action step you can take right now is literally just pause the video and you know throw out any cookies you have in your house, throw out any fucking mm -hmm. sugar that you have in your house, mm -hmm. you know, just uh, take those immediate steps that are really easy because uh, you know like like Mark said, uh, you know. Getting in shape is like one of the biggest fucking things that will get you girls, you know, yeah. and it's it's kind of funny because like in the seduction community, we talk about, you know, looks don't matter. And the thing is, like on some level, they kind of don't. Mm. But on some level, they kind of fucking do. Well, the, you know? the way your face doesn't look matter, like those looks don't matter. It's your body that matters. Yeah. I would agree because I mean like if you think – like there's a reason why guys like you know to get kind of crude here. We have the term butterface. <laughs> like like you know it's a thing like yeah, OK. You know it's a girl that has a fucking ugly face but you know a fucking sexy body Ooh. and you know we still want to fuck her. Yeah. You know so it's just literally you know if you get that body, women are going to want to fuck you. You know and then of course if you learn game on top of that, it's oh, like – it's over geez, dude. Fuck, it's yeah, it's like – it's, it's over. So it's like over. adding yeah. rocket fuel onto your fucking success. It's like killing an ant with a nuclear warhead, bro. It's <laughs> so easy. It's like oh, yeah. I will like try to stack the chips against myself just to make it a challenge sometimes because like it's <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? It's that easy, yeah. dude. Like when you, get, when you get shredded. But what I was going to say is um, aesthetics of your face like – so women will often I've, – I've talked to a lot of girls about this, right? So it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. if, if, if he's good looking, it's a bonus, but it really doesn't matter that much as far as the personality because women are programmed to be attracted to you based on your alpha male traits. And the reason yeah. they're, they're programmed to do that is because you have the highest chance of survival. Again, that – you know the ancient man thing. If you have – if you're decisive – if you're confident, if you're, you know, uh, built a certain way, that shows that you're more likely to survive and more likely to be able to take care of her child. That's the, that's what it's all based on. Literally, women's attraction for you is all based on your ability to take care of her child, and and to create a child for her that will survive and thrive in society. So it's like that's why sometimes money is attractive because it shows a guy that is resourceful. That's yeah. why being ripped is is attractive because it shows a guy who's disciplined and and cares about himself. And also, guys who had that body type in history throughout like those two hundred thousand years we keep talking about, those are the hunters, the dudes that yeah, we, the like, fucking warriors, the warriors, exactly. And yeah. that and that's super attractive. And so when you you stack all the chips in your in your in your favor in this way, getting ripped, getting game, getting confidence, like you know, and we're gonna talk about money definitely in the future. It just makes you so ridiculously attracted to girls that like John said, they'll be approaching you and you'll have to like think of things to say to them like, like slow down there, Turbo, like relax a little bit. Like I don't even know you yet. Like, hey, can I? <laughs> they'll come up and be like, hey, my friend wants your number. 
well, dude, tell your fucking friend to come over here and talk to me. Like, wh- who is she? And she'll come over and be like, dude, I don't know you. Like, yeah. you know, uh, come back next week. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. We'll see if and we of get course, you. that only makes them more attracted to you, right, too. Right. Because you're the prize. Because yeah. 80%, 80% of women want 20% of the dudes. And if you look in the club, if you look in the bars, it's always like that. And you want to be that 20%. Trust me. It's worth it to do the hard work to get there. Oh, yeah. Totally. Always. Yeah. Cool, man. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, bro. Let's, let's do the next one. Let's do the next podcast. <laughs> I am too, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fucking excited. I, I'm super um, fired up. So uh, we're at 52 minutes. I've been recording this. How, okay. How much I was wondering would, how long we were. How much would that suck if it didn't record, right? Oh, God, dude. <laughs> I'd, I'd do it again. I mean, honestly, I'd, I'd be kind of willing to do it again. I'd do it again. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm super fired up. So I wanted to tell you guys, again, um, we don't we – don't, one of the things that I suggest when you do – uh, if you do start your own business is to give give value up front and don't ask for too much in return and and by doing that you want to give great information um, you want to really try to help people out and just give 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 because like I tell John like he's like you know I, I have some marketing experience and he's like Mark in my emails should I try to sell my products or should I just like give information I'm like dude just give 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 because yeah. people are smart they're gonna they know you have products they know like you know this is your living and if they end up liking you they're going to buy for you just on from you just on principle just because dude this guy's fucking cool let's let's hear what he has to say so when you are starting your you know your business keep that in mind when you start getting an email funnel just give lots of great information up front and eventually they will buy your products and i kind of want to um, offer you guys one of my products again you don't have to buy it but if you want to support the podcast if you want to support what i'm doing um, a lot of the guys that I work with are, again, terrified of the approach. And I have something called the approach formula. And basically what it does is it outlines you know, the step-by-step method to approach a woman, engage her in conversation, and walk away with her phone number. Like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. And um, it's based on roughly 10,000 approaches of me and my team and all the stuff we've learned and, and all these cool like ways to turn things around on girls and how to build attraction like some of the tips I gave. And um, I, I originally sell this for $32. And since you guys are listening to the podcast, I want to get you in for 10 bucks um, just to cover some of my costs for hosting and doing this podcast, etc. You can go ahead and grab it at getTheApproachFormula.com. There's a whole um, page on there that kind of explains what it is, what it does. Again, it's uh, gettheapproachformula.com. And uh, if you have any questions, let me know. But I think that would really help you out, especially if you want to learn how to approach girls personally. I think this is the best program ever created about approaching girls, but um, we'll let you decide that for yourself. So that's my little plug. Uh, John, did you want to tell them about your website? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, most of you guys probably know me if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, but uh, my website is masculinedevelopment.com. I talk about uh, health and fitness, getting women, you know, investing in cryptocurrencies, dating advice, uh, you know, masculinity and culture and just all different types of topics. I have uh, hundreds of free articles you can check out. Uh, you know, they're completely free. There's there's uh, nothing that you have to pay up front. Yeah. Um, and if you'd like, you can look into some of my premium products. Uh, the first one is seven strategies to develop your masculinity. Uh, which is all about how to create a masculine vibe that naturally attracts women, right? So a lot of time, uh, you know, guys are trying to look for a technique or some, uh, you know, thing that they can do or that they can say to generate attraction and get girls. And while those while those do exist, they don't fix the underlying problems of insecurity and you know uh, timidity and just being afraid all the time and you know uh, being uh, anxious. And so uh, my goal with seven strategies was to create seven. Uh, immediately applicable strategies that you can put into your life and start developing confidence, masculinity, and uh, just become more of a masculine and attractive man. Uh, the second product I have is Body of an Alpha. We talked about that. And that's basically my bodybuilding Bible on how to develop a physique that women find attractive. Um, you know, like Mark and I said, uh, you know, getting shredded and looking good and getting that ratio of 1.618. Uh, of your shoulder to your waist is super, super key in generating attraction. Uh, it's made my life so much easier. Just, you know, all I do is I just fucking take a picture of myself, put it on Tinder, and I can fuck a new girl every day if I want to. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. So there's uh, – true story too. Uh, and uh, so, you know, there's links in the uh, the description down below for my stuff and for Mark's stuff. 
uh, you know, just take a look. And if you want to support the podcast, you can check us out. Uh, I'll put the pheromone soap too down below. Uh, as a disclaimer, it is an affiliate link. I, I tried it out and I liked it. So I signed up and I get like a small commission for every bar of soap I sell. doesn't cost you anything. I just like it. So I'm going to support them and, and make some money in the process. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean with that in mind, I think that's uh, that's kind of a wrap. Yeah, that was that was good, man. And uh, thank you guys so much for, for stopping by and checking us out. Um, we really appreciate it. Like I said, I would do this even if we had no audience. But if, if we were able to help anybody – just even a little bit. I mean, man, that 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 brings feel me good. Ton- yeah, it feels yeah. good. Brings me tons yeah. of joy. That's that's my purpose. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, once again, guys, just get out there and fucking do it. Absolutely, just fucking do it. And um, speaking of just fucking doing it, uh, I think we're probably gonna end up doing this podcast what like once a week maybe to start. Yeah, that's the goal. Once a week. Yeah. yeah. So uh, tune in next week, guys, and I guess we'll talk to you later. All right. See you then. Bye bye.